We are often shaped by our experiences in life. Some are good, some are bad, and some are just ugly. But they all play a part in developing who we are today. And oftentimes, the most painful ones are the most impactful. And on today's episode, we're looking at a character whose most painful memory shaped who she is today and ultimately helped her play a pivotal role in saving the world. And that is the waterbender from the Southern Water Tribe, Katara. Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Nate, and you're listening to the Otaku Liberation, a show where we help you break the chains that are holding you back in your life by connecting some biblical principles with themes from your favorite anime. And without further ado, let's get right on into it. So today's verse that's going with today's episode is Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And it says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So kind of it kind of ties into what I said earlier, where even the most painful memories or events that happen ultimately were all ultimately worked out in the end for those who love God, right? For those who are after his own heart, who are following his purpose. And and if you're listening out there, I'm assuming either you started this journey or you're already on that journey. So either way, God's got you. And this really kind of hits home for Katara and, and Sokka to some extent, but mostly Katara because we see the trauma affect her more directly, I should say. And it really is pretty much her whole, it's almost her whole personality. I mean, if you watch the show, you know, she talks about her mother and all that fun stuff. But for those of you who don't, don't worry, I got you. And so there's really kind of three main guess, points or characteristics of Katara that I want to co- uh, cover in today's episode. And the first set of points is resilience and responsibility. So the the death of of Katara and Sokka's mother greatly impacted her and it shaped who she is today as we see her in the show. Because at a young age Katara had to take over many responsibilities that an adult would normally do and essentially becoming a pseudo mother figure for honestly the entire group, the entire of uh, team avatar. And this is displayed when Katara tried to keep the group together in super stressful times, such as when Abba was stolen in the desert. And, and it's funny because even the other characters, even her own brother kind of make fun of her for her motherly attitude, even though she's around the same age of all of them. <laughs> and, but she, has to act uh, more mature because she's had to from such a young age. And to kind of give more and more backstory on how her mother died, the, the Fire Nation invaded the Southern Water Tribe because they were aware there that there, there was another waterbender there, and and obviously that waterbender was Katara. But her mother lied to the firebender saying that she was a waterbender instead of outing Katara out, and she she did that thinking that she'd just be taken prisoner somewhere but the fire nation um, they weren't taking prisoners that day and again that ultimately led to her mother getting killed protecting katara so that little bit of of guilt coupled with the fact that you know the mother was everything to her at the time and then shortly thereafter their father left to go fight in the war 
left Katara and Sokka with just with just their grandmother. So Katara already had that kind of nurturing spirit in her to begin with, but her mother's death and her father's, you know, leaving to go fight the war essentially just kind of accelerated that in her. And it kind of just paints a whole picture of it. Just, just think about it because God will use our life struggles to prepare for challenges that are coming ahead. And the way I kind of look at it for Katara is that if her mother didn't die and if her father didn't go off to war, she might not have been the person that Aang needed in order for him to complete his journey. Because as I'm going to dive deeper into later on in this episode, Katara was a, a pivotal point in not only keeping the group safe and together, but she even like literally saved Aang. <laughs> she literally saved his life. And it's just, I just know like for me, it's, it's funny. I was talking to my parents about this the other day, just looking back over my life. If there, if I didn't make certain decisions or if certain events didn't happen, how drastically my life would have changed. I'm mean, talking about decisions that led me to, you know, meeting my best friend where, where if I didn't stay behind after my, my parents moved, um, I probably wouldn't have never met him. And then moving back home, I probably would never have gotten a job that I have now and be able to help out around the house that way I am. And probably would never went to this church, which started doing 21 days of fasting, which eventually led me to even starting this podcast. So each of these events and choices could have easily, easily changed, you know, the direction my life was going on. And I'm just in awe of how God works all those things out for ultimately for, for, for good. And again, as tragic and as saddening as it is for a guitar to lose her, her mother, as far as I'm sure a lot of people feel the same and they understand her pain. And, but it's just, it, it, all, it helps me just kind of think about it in this way, like how different would she have be, would she have been and how different would the show have been? if that event didn't shape her in such an impactful way. So the next aspect of Katara's kind of character is being a healer and a protector. So as a waterbender, Katara was able to develop the ability to heal because healing was one of the subbending types for waterbenders. And, and obviously because of that, she became an even greater asset to the team as the resident healer. And anyone who's played any type of, you know, RPG, you know, MMO type thing, you want, you know exactly how important a healer is to the group. Like you protect them at all costs. Like there's no, <laughs> if the healer goes down, the whole group is shortly, shortly going down right after. Um, and, and like, and like I said, Aang actually died in bossing say, like when Azula shot him with the lightning while he was in the avatar state, like that was, that was it. That was, that was a wrap. He was dead. And, if Katara wasn't there, then the world, the world just would have ended. The war would have ended with the Fire Nation winning and the Avatar would have been dead forever. And if she didn't have the ability to heal, if she wasn't there in that moment at that time with her super spirit water, then the show would have been over and that would have been a terrible ending. <laughs> but to kind of fully fully kind of grasp this whole thing because Katara's affinity with water it really highlights her 
nurturing and caring nature because again like water she was she was often the soothing voice of the group keeping the tempers down like when and when ang being the peaceful monk that he is he sometimes he will lose his temper over you know, things that were super important to him such as his friends and again back when they lost appa in the desert ang was ready to, to end lives and Katara was the main one trying to make sure everyone stuck together. Everyone was wasn't being as angry against each other, and and just um, helping everyone stay focused. But also, like water, Katara could be just as violent and unforgiving, especially when it comes to those who she cares about. One of the greatest examples that sticks out in my mind is when uh, Prince Zuko tried to join the group after everything that he's he's done to them for the past two and a half seasons almost and especially after his betrayal in bossing say katara was, was not having it she she threatened to you know to unalive this man if he even showed a glimpse of his old self while they were with the group and she had the same type of ferocity when it came to confronting her mother's killer years after the fact and it just go it just goes to show that Sometimes even the nicest, most caring people can be the most dangerous if they're pushed to that extent. And is just saying, hey, again, being a healer and protector doesn't mean you're a goody goody, and being meek doesn't mean you're you're weak. So, and but all of this kind of comes together in Katara understanding her own ability as a waterbender and how it affects those around her. So when it comes to understanding the gifts God has given us is really crucial in understanding your purpose in life. Like it's actually like a part of the whole design, right? God gives us these gifts and it's up to us to one, discover and then understand and then grow those gifts. So how can we use them to help others and how can they be improved? So the last Kind of key points or character points I want to cover for Katara is when it comes to becoming a master and a mentor. So Katara masters her water bending long before Aang does, mostly due to her ambition and determination, alongside with, with Aang's you know aloofness when it came to actually training. Right, I think I covered a little bit of that in, in Aang's episode, and this leads to her to becoming Aang's second water bending teacher and helping him master the element. And so it kind of comes back to the whole understanding your gifts. Once we have an understanding of our gifts and how to apply them, teaching others creates an opportunity for lasting growth in ourselves and in them. So, and this goes even further when in the legend of Korra, Katar becomes uh, Korra's water mending teacher, just like how she was for Aang, you know, all those years before, passing down her gift and knowledge to the next generation. And it goes to show you that sometimes God's purpose in our, for our lives isn't really seen during our lifetime, but is feel fulfilled through future generations. And sometimes that's not the easiest thing to understand and to, I guess, really accept for some people. Because oftentimes you think our purpose in our life is meant to be fulfilled in our lives, right? It's, it's, we, I mean, we put in all this hard work. We're laying the foundation. We're laying the groundwork, and we want to reap, reap the uh, rewards of it now. I mean, because we put in the time, we put in the energy, we put in the effort, but we feel like we should, you know, we should 
receive that, right? And sometimes that's just just not in God's plan. And I know it kind of took me some time to kind of realize that because I don't I don't know where this is gonna go. Uh, I have hopes, I have dreams that this is gonna this is gonna you know blow up and it's gonna be something that lasts several generations. But that doesn't mean it's going to start during mine. You know, um, I think my job right now is just to focus on laying down the groundwork for something great, whether whether I get it there or, you know, some somebody comes along way after me and they just they just hear these episodes and they get inspired to start their own thing. And maybe that thing is what helps change the world. I don't know. But I know what again, when it comes to understanding your purpose or finding your purpose and it. It comes down to just being obedient and doing what you need to do. You know, take those steps and just kind of figure it out along the way. <laughs> and I mean, that's, it's pretty much it's pretty much that. You can have whatever strategy, whatever mindset you want to have for it, but ultimately, it comes to just starting and just figuring out as you go. Because again, when 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 the guys, when the whole team from Avatar, you know, started this journey. You know, again, so you got a, a, a 15, 14 and a 12 year old traveling the world trying to end a war that has been going on for the last 100 years. They didn't know what they were doing. They didn't even know where really to begin. They had this idea that, hey, we're going to go to the Northern Water Tribe so Aang can learn water bending from a water bending master. They didn't know the Katara was going to be his water bending master by the end of the series. And. They weren't even sure that he's going to even master all the elements before the end of the series, which, you know, he, he didn't, <laughs> like, he, he didn't, but that didn't stop them for going after their purpose because they knew it was something they had to do. Katara probably wasn't sure of what her role was going to be in all of this, but she just knew that she needed to help and get there and kind of find out her role was one of the most important ones in the series. Like I said, if she wasn't there in bossing, say, the the series would end it right there. So you never know where your journey is going to take you, when you're going to be used to your fullest potential or, or how God's going to use you and when. So as frustrating as it can be sometimes, as, as unsure as you can feel sometimes, just know that it it is all going to be worth it in the end, whether that's at your end or somewhere down the road. You just know that in the end, the, the word that you're, putting down now the effort you're putting in the skills you're learning the business you're building the families you're building the relationships you're forging they're all going to be worth it no matter what it's all going to be worth it so just take that to heart and understand that it's okay and god's got you so if you like what you heard today and you want to take a deeper look into deeper look into today's episode head on over to the otoperation.net where you're going to find a blog article that covers today's episode in a little more detail. You, also, and you may also find a link to our YouTube channel where I cover some bonus topics outside of the podcast. And come back next week because we're going to take a look at someone who is considered the team strategist, inventor, de facto leader, and of course, the funny guy. And that is Katara's brother, Sokka. And always remember, you are the main character of your story, your story, and that story doesn't end until he says so. All right, guys, be blessed.